Hey folks, before we begin today's episode, I thought I'd let you know that the Soul Rep Theater Company in Dallas, Texas, my home theater, the theater that really gave me a, a chance at this whole audio thing, well, they're currently uh, in need of raising some cash in order to get a hold of a new stage, and I'd be happy to uh, give what I can, but I'm a bit poor and a bit destitute, well, relatively speaking. But I wanted to do my part, so as a part of it, uh, there will be a link in the description for you to uh, donate to the Soul Rep Theater Company, and uh, if you can, I would really appreciate that. They're looking, they're trying to raise twenty-five thousand dollars. They're a wonderful theater, and thank you very much. Enjoy today's episode. listener. I'm afraid you've caught me at a very interesting time, actually. I've just, uh, well, I just talked to Vetcher, actually, and he's actually quite pleasant. But more importantly, he has guided me to where a very important person I must speak to is currently located. It will take a bit of effort and time, but I think I can make a quick visit and not interrupt their plans in any significant capacity. Uh, anyways, where we last left our heroes, there was... They were at the... Well... Currently, they are with the eldest of vampires. Vampires each representing four truths of what it means to be a vampire. And four great boons that come with it. They will have to plead their case, and they will have to do... Oh, it's not since Horror on the Orient Express I've seen debating for their lives this intense. It is definitely going to be quite the uh, defense that each of them will have to come up with, in which case they can pitch themselves to. You know, I feel a little bit hopeful nowadays. You know, things are kind of looking up for me. I should be able to return back to the old world soon enough, and this story will probably soon conclude, and it'll all be fine. Shut up, K2, it's perfectly okay. Uh, ladies, folks, and gentlemen, welcome to episode 23 of Centralia, the Rise of Lazarus, Out of the Frying Pan. That's an ominous title, I'm sure it means nothing. So you stand in before these four, you can only suppose, really elder vampires. And they continue to speak. As there are four of you and four of us, we shall do this the olden way. And you shall pledge your case before each one of us. Each one of you shall pick your own judge, but you will need to pick from all four of us. 
Franks of hate, scheme of joy, grace of love, and vitality of regret. Pick your, pick your yudge and make your case. And I posted the uh, the names for you. Thank you. Oh. Theme of joy, the vitality of regret. Okay, so each judge has mm. some aspect in what like they probably want us to like pitch themselves to. Mm -hmm. Well, what's your guy's defense gonna be? And you need to pick all four judges, so you can't. We can't double two, up. Two of you can't double up on one of them. Hmm. Can't double up, so who has the most traits? Alright. I don't think any of us really feel strong, bitter hatred, except for maybe Elias. <laughs> wow. Mm. I'm kidding. <laughs> Regret seems to fit some of you, so to say. Mm. Edgar, it would have fit if this was before the trial. Come on, Val. Pull some of that old regret up. Just eyes wet like they used to be. The vitality is lost to Italy. It could be a hint there for that. <laughs> I'm tempted to firmly believe that, like, are we being prodded to put Grace of Love with Madeline? Probably. <laughs> like, this seems, like, very on the nose. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I like Grace. And if one of the elder vampires turns out to be Grace, I know it won't. But if it turns out that, mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Grace can't be a vampire. She's vegan. Exactly. Wow. All right. <sighs> Let me see. Strength. Uh -oh. Where does my motivation lie? Each by eight. Mood. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, I think. <laughs> thanks for the terrible advice. You can lie. It doesn't mean that you doesn't should. Joy. Hmm. I mean, there is Edgar's like crushing, like uh, you know, fucking optimism about the world. Mm. That things work out in the end. That things will, will. That things will all play out according to some sort of idea. I'm trying to debate if the precursors of these are hints or not. Because of that grace one. Or like, mm. Scheme of joy. Scheme of joy. Did you have that? Edgar, how many regrets do you got? 
I mean, many. Could. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't think I would really. I think Edgar is more a victim of circumstance. He's not really regretful about decisions he's made. Like, he always believed he chose the right thing. His regret, if he has regret, if any, it's not, it, it's, it's only for, I wish I could have saved them, never, what I did was wrong. Mm. Knowing the little bit we do have of your backstory, I think it does fit Viti, uh, Vitya. Viti. Viti. Ah, Viti. Ah, Viti. Don't forget. All right. So, Elias probably hate, and Vita probably regrets, and joy and love. You two birds. Yeah. I think I take the scheme of joy. And I'll be taking grace of love. Scheme. Oh, wait. The... Hmm. We, we could argue about this. I mean, would there be. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Elias. Yes. You do have lore vampire, correct? Yep. You want to <laughs> give that a try? If I know anything about these people, maybe an insight or two. I can give Law Vampires a, uh, a try. Uh, I, uh, I just upgraded it. Nice. Oh, oh good. Nice. Oh, why, Sean? What can you give? Uh, is it a critical or a success? Uh, rounded up, right? Yes. Yeah, so if you have 41 or more, it's a crit. It's a crit. Mm. Well Good then, job. The name sort, of, name sort of leap out of you. Uh, because there seems to be some major themes with vampires uh, at play here. Uh, obviously, some of the most obvious uh, attributes of vampires are their superior, uh, superior strength and speed, which, uh, uh, which would translate here into strength and grace. Uh, their ability to dominate others fall fairly set into scheming, and their long, uh, longevity falls into vitality. So this seems to be sort of embodiments of the four vampiric attributes. And of course, the following emotions may, uh, and this I'm telling you because you critted, may then in turn be a play on some of the strongest emotions vampires tend to feel. Uh, the joy of feeding or just the joy of being something that will uh, live forever and be able to control so many things the hate of what they are and, uh, and what they have become and what they do to others. Uh, they lo the love they feel not only to blood, but for everything for being in a larger context and uh, the regret for all the probably bad things they are forced to do. Right. Oh. With all this information, this changes some of our interpretations. Because now all of a sudden I think Doc should go with Scheme of Joy. Mm. Or I should. 
I love Let me just... Empire. Let's see. What's your what's your reasoning there? Who has the who has been using the dominate ability the most? Oh. Mm. Oh. But does he enjoy it? That that explanation sort of reinforces the power. Vitality. So does anyone want to like switch their choices now? So thinking about Edgar then. Let's see. Well, I wouldn't call Edgar graceful. <laughs> but love is probably the emotion he mentions the most, so that's a possibility there. Strength mm. of hate or vitality of regret could go either way for Vidya, but yeah. I think Elias might still fit the strength of hate thing a bit better. Unless, uh, Vidya, you want to make a pitch. I'm not sure. I, I think because my... my hate isn't internalized. I think vitality it's... of regret could potentially lean more towards Vidya, particularly with that regret bit being he's been that more reluctant path to engage in the traditional vampire ideals, I suppose. Yeah, they've all been pretty regretful about some of those decisions. I honestly feel like I fit Scheme of Joy more. Strength. I think I so. Think vampire. I like the power. Mm. It should definitely mm. embody strength. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Hate? Well, it's hatred for what you've done and for the others who oppress. Hmm. That is that is part of it. It's not full on regret, but they hate what. But as mentioned, hatred was for what vampires are, yes. what they have to do. Could also f that works. Well. Do you think strength of hate? I think yeah, strength of hate. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those. Hmm. Fall pretty good for Vichy. Yeah. So that okay. leaves. If uh, then that leaves us up to what do we think is more important to Elias or Doc? Mm -hmm. Who should be the scheme of joy? I'd call Elias more dominant person. <laughs> oh my. I'm not. Oh. Wait. <laughs> Wiggle, wiggle, eye, yeah. Oh, right. behave yourselves. Sorry. <laughs> Considering this a bit more than, I'm going to say Edgar fits vitality of regret. Mm. Edgar yes. has outlived three attempts on his life. Mm. And every time there have been decisions he has made, there are parts of him that have, you know, the regrets of what he has had to do. But he still does them anyway. Knew it. That's how it work. So Edgar goes with the vitality of regret, I'd say. That would be the grace of love, a scheme of joy. Hmm. Elias, I think you get the scheme of love, and Doc gets grace of. No, uh, was it scheme no, of joy? No, we can't do that. Ah, that, 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 that. So I'm still, I'm still keeping the option I went for in the first place. Yep. Yeah. All right, I got the love. Elias joyful, but <laughs> Elias has definitely sort of embraced the vampire aspects of him. I think. I think so. Hmm. He was not reluctant to drink blood. Yes, All right. I love being vampire, and I wouldn't mind sharing it further. Oh no! 
So there we go. I think we have our answer. And I'd love to be an old of him. All right. Absolutely nothing. I forgot it was in the text log. <laughs> All right. For they go confused. Well then. <laughs> Shall I announce our choices? Well, it's up to you who starts and who picks who. So. We. All right, who thinks they got her defense up? Great, uh, we're all prepared. Well, <laughs> well, no time like the present. Mm. I've argued my way out of dumber things. At least if I go first, you might get some ideas. Yeah. Give me the vitality of regret. You step forward. Yep. One of the figures lean forward. Now that there's a focus put on this one, this one looks taller than the others, but it also looks very gaunt and worn. Uh, and it leans forward in its uh, chair to behold you. And you notice that uh, the eyes deep under the hood has a faint glow of red to them, almost like it's gorged in se uh, itself on so much blood that it's see seeking to exit through its eyes. And it says... Explain to me what you'd like to live this eternal life of suffering. I, my entire life so far, I have been helped by so many people, given the chance to keep on living. People have made sacrifices for me, and I regret so many times I've had to lose people so far. Yes. Life is, admittedly, an eternal suffering struggle, but there is some value, I believe, in being there for others and just keeping it going. You have to be willing to live for so many, for so many people who have given to you. You have to be, you have to be willing to, let me collect myself, I'm, really thinking through Edgar's speech here. The figure doesn't seem to be in a hurry, and if Edgar pauses for a moment, it just seems to wait for him to carry on. Oh, that's fascinating. Time, I guess, has shortened so much for him that a few minutes feels like a blink of an eye. Eh, just an interesting observation. Eternal life, while certainly not entirely pleasurable, 
allows me the chance to make up for all the wrongs that have happened in this world. To set some amount of order in it. The world is chaotic, unfair, and cruel. But if given the chance, given all the time in the world, I'd spend it all trying to make it right. Do you feel done explaining that? That's that's his best answer. I've lived I've lived a lot, seen a lot of wrong. I got the chance if I have this chance, I'm gonna set it right. When uh, you're done speaking, it seems to just get a feel for the fact that you're done. Mm -hmm. And they speak with a rasping voice and ask, Tell me of a sacrifice someone did for you that you regret. You mention something of the sort. I can name a few. My ex-fiancé. One. My ex-fiancé, Tatiana. Long ago, for whatever reason, she got in trouble with some forces I still have yet to comprehend. Rather than put my life at risk, rather than do that, she flew back, she fled back to where she needed to go. She wanted to make sure that I was safe and that my child was safe. And she did the only thing she knew how, and she paid with her life for it. And ever since that day, I kept working hard. I kept working hard in those detective offices, just trying to catch criminals, just trying to set the world right and figure out what the hell happened. So that way it would never happen to anyone else. That's one of the sacrifices someone made for me. And in return, that's how I paid it back. The creature raises one hand, which reaches into the hood, and it seems to be stroking its chin in a strangely human gesture. Uh, it seems completely at odds with the almost eternal figure that it presents. Uh, and just th the sheer humanity of this, that gesture is just simply un uh, unnerving. And it asks, And have you made sacrifices that you regret. Sacrifices I regret. There are a few, but I will name, I think, one that personally hurt me. There was a time, uh, not long ago, where I collecting my thoughts. The slow unnerving of time continues to get, get at me. I get me.
not long ago, I finally found my daughter after 15 years of searching. And after I found her, I had to realize that she needed to be with people who would be more there for her, more attentive than I could be. She had to be with friends who would care and people who could look out for her. And it breaks my heart. That was the last connection I had to, well, any people I would call family for a while. I didn't know if I would be able to see anyone else ever again. I regret, my big one, is that I couldn't have been better for her. That I couldn't have been the better father I could have been. I began making it up. And I'm trying to do right by her. Make sure she's okay. But I have failed as that person that she needed early on when we first met. I can not live with myself sometimes knowing that I did that. That I treated someone like that. That's my it, biggest regret. It leans forward seeing almost intrigued now and it says and uh, how ross are you going to avoid regret in the future I think the important thing when it comes to regret, as you said, avoid. Not that it can always be avoided. There will always be regret. But moving forward, how can I avoid more of it? For me, it's with these people I have around me. These the friends of mine, these companions I've made and that that I've made along the way and these people I've met, they've forced me to hold myself to a higher standard I ever did alone. It's never perfect, and it never always works, but when I'm with others, I'm with people I care about, it forces me to think about who I am and what these actions will do in the future. Regret cannot be fully, truly stopped and fully, truly avoided. But I can make it less of an impact on my life. It takes a long rasp, uh, rasp inhalation to fill its lungs. <sighs> I'm pleased with this one's answer. I sense his life will be filled with regrets. Assuming that the majority passed their trial, I am happy for him to proceed. And it, it leans back. See, seeming to feel like it's done with you. Thank you. 
All right. Who's up next? I suppose I could. Yeah. I, I step forward. Are you who, who are you addressing? Uh, to the strength of hate, I believe it was. I, I wish to make my case to the strength of hate. It stirs in its throne, and now again, as it comes into focus, you're noticing that this one is broader of shoulder. While it has the same smooth uh, skin, as uh, smooth grayish skin as the rest of them, you notice that the blackened nails on this one's fingers have more the appearance of claws than, uh, than anything else. Uh, and its robe seems to be uh, uh, almost have a tinge of being shredded to them. And its attention falls on you. State your case then, Dostatkov. I... <clears throat> so. Throughout uh, my life, I believe I do uh, my best to live as normal as one could with the obstacles we have <laughs> going although it uh, do so I've had to uh, I've, I've had to work towards it to even manage to obtain something that these my friends had easily done life in my childhood, I had to work to survive, basically. I had to learn how to fight, how to live on my own. It was not pretty. Later on, once I managed to get up, the horse happened, and I had to learn a new way of survival. One that made me lose all the normalcy I had. I had to Start over from ground one, if you will. When I got to America, I found some of these men here. It had boosted, perhaps, a bit of help into the idea of normalcy, of course. The saddening effect of that. I have uh, now a vampire, and a lot of that hope has been tossed. Because, if not, as a child of another, I don't have the freedom I've strived for a lot of my life. At any moment, as it happens, I could lose control simply because another being decided to. This is something I feel goes against what I want. Going up, I can't do what I've done in the past to overcome this. I can't train directly or 
go out of like try and make agreements to prevent this. We've traveled a long way to get here to speak with you because this seems to be one of the few ways I will be able to do this to gain the power, the strength to overcome, to succeed with independency, I suppose you could say, normalcy. It's a shame not everything will be perfect, but it will be better, I believe. Do you feel like you have made your point there? Much as I'm going to, I think, yes. It drums its fingernails once on the throne, and it makes a sort of screeching sound as the nails uh, scrape against the gold of the throne. And you do notice that uh, this is an often time uh, occurrence. There's a gorge, gorges in the throne where it's been scraping it, uh, its claws. And it says, Seem to make a great case for strength. But is some of your strength born of hate? It. I would argue. Yes, some of it. Well, motivation for it was good. Hatred is one you cannot escape when it comes to strength. As I mentioned before, growing up, well, hatred towards your world, parents, the government. You, it's not my fault, but it is going down anyway. It gets you resenting hating, eventually joining with others who share that with you. As I'm sure you may very well know, possibly not, I was a part of a mafia group. We were basically rebelling against the main government because, well, we did not like the, how it was going. It had done us wrong and we hated them for it. As we continued on, well, during that whole time, as it discussed, it's hmm. part of it I can't help. Hatred towards others is much more common, but so is towards oneself. What happened during the war with the enclave, with everything? I was one of the ones who managed to get out, but in the process I also lost many her companion. Starts one to Hate yourself. 
I believe with the transformation that came back. Let's see. I was not one who was ecstatic initially for the case of vampirism. It definitely proved hatred to those who changed me, and again towards myself because I can't control it. It's something I don't like to do, don't want to do, but that is something that I can't stop now. And despite hating what you have become, you still wish to advance in the shame and become an elder? It seems to be the only way to even have a chance of managing it out on my own. I know if I'm without getting here, I would still be under control of others, not being able to control my actions at points if I even wanted to, without it, as we said, would be the less, lesser creators of hatreds, indulge in, as you say, the darkness here would allow me to remove the control towards myself, or lack of control towards that I would have without having, from what, I from what I understand, too much extra effects, from what I understand. So in hating yourself, you have become strong and will become stronger still. Yes. Is that so? I believe he could be said that way, yes. And in becoming stronger yourself, will you not be doing to others what has been done to you? I... I would like to think that will not be how it goes. Being, I know what has happened to me. It's happened to me. I would not wish that upon others. I, I would hope I would not need to enact others into the vampirism ideas. Not rain as strictly as others. It makes a scraping sound in its nose, and it takes a moment before you realize that it's uh, and that it's laughing. <laughs> when this one realizes what it will do to others. Ah, you will hate yourself. This one passes. I am done. Mm. They return to the center. 
leaving you to talk amongst yourself or for someone else to step forward? I think it's my time now. Uh, two for two. I'd like to get a perfect report card. Thank you very much. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, it does not bother Valhan. Godspeed, boss. Scheme of joy. Scheme of joy seems almost refined, almost normal. So sitting sort of perked, uh, perked up in its chair. Uh, an androgynous form which uh, seems attentive, present. Watch it. A more civilized person. Yeah. Oh, all right, this is going to be art. All my life, I've fought for the vampires. For those who are different, but not always by choice. I didn't see their affliction as a curse. Instead, it could very well be seen as a blessing. So when the day came around, and me and my companions were forcefully turned against the will, I didn't go. I saw. Instead, I looked forward to the future. I adapted to what I am now. And I've grown because of it. Being a vampire really isn't all that bad. <laughs> and even though others may not see it that way, I am blessed with the abilities I have now. And I'd be overjoyed to expand them ever further. Is his point made? Uh, I think so. The goal that adorns this figure sort of glisten in the almost light of the chamber as it holds up both hands, palms up, uh, and speaks to you. And if you were to be made into an elder, what would you do with such an ability? First off, I'd have to free my friends here. They have worked very hard to come so far, and they deserve the reward for that. But after that, I would return to my city use my newfound powers to liberate vampires ever further. I hope for the day that they will no longer have to hide and set can embrace who they are, can see that they aren't the scum of the city, but instead are respected citizens 
and people like everyone else. So your plans is to enact what would essentially be a second vampire war? Because that's surely what it will take. If it will take a war to fight, just to be free, to be ourselves, then it will be worth it. And how does the loss of life and unlife make you feel? It saddens me greatly to see that blood which has been spilled so have to be <sighs> drowned the ground again. It's not with joy that I do this, but it's like pulling a band-aid from a wound. It has to happen, or the, su the suffering will go on anyway, without a war or with one. But with a war, it will sting a little, sure, but after that, a new world will be born, and hopefully with less suffering than it has now. And is there no joy in that? <sighs> joy in conflict is a strange thing. Conflict has to be embraced. But it has to be directed as well. Directed towards balance, I believe. Will I be shaped? Sorry, what was that? To be shaped. Indeed. It staples its fingers into its sort of into a pyramid and taps its fingers against one another. Certainly seem to be a man of plans. I wonder if you could be taught to enjoy spending lives and unlives like ships in a game. I have played games before with lives on the stake. If I didn't enjoy that, then I wouldn't be who I am now. I've taken a temporary setback for sure, but I'm still in the game, and I plan to be so for very long. Possibly forever. You. 
you tempt me with your mentions of games. I wonder, would you wager that all four of you are able to succeed? It's gonna be a tough fight. With your blessing, it'll be so much easier. And I will keep fighting, as I've always done, until the deed is done. Then I will mirror my siblings' pledge, but up it. You shall pass if the one that remains to speak passes. Thank you, my lord. It makes a sort of... Makes a sweeping gestures with its ha hand that think should be... That's almost a blessing. It may be so long forgotten culture. Before it seems to feel like it's done with you. All right. All right, Doc, you got this. <sighs> okay. Want to talk with others before you approach, or do you approach right away? I guess she just kind of turns around and says, if I make a mess of this, I'm sorry. Eh, yeah, don't worry, I'll just procl proclaim I love you and it'll all be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, if we live through this, I'm gonna break my... the neck. Pull the love gambit, it's all work. And the love gambit <laughs> always works! Yeah, we are not. You're not doing that. Okay, see you in hell, boys. Godspeed. And she turns around to face the last one. You face Grace of Love, and the strangest thing strikes you as you look up at the figure, in that you can almost see its face beneath the hood, and it seems almost vaguely reminiscent of Grace, just Grace, that you know is from Centralia. Only it's completely different. It's like it's taken everything she isn't and has been made into something else. Seems almost like it's the same person, but not at all. Well. It makes a sweeping gesture with its arm and a very relaxed gesture. 
uh, a very easy SGP. And it says, Beacon Haraway, I shall hit you. <laughs> I'll admit, I don't know what to tell. can't even really tell you what brought me here. It sort of tilts his head as it looks at you. Hmm. Cannot tell why you have come? No. Just walking through doors, and here we are. I, I can't I even, I don't even think I can plead my case the way my friends have done, because I don't think I can want what it is that they want. Have you come because you're afraid? I... It stands, uh, it actually stands up on its throne. Just no, that doesn't seem quite right, does it, to have you come? Because you're angry, is that why you've come? I... <clears throat> I think... I... It actually steps <laughs> down from its throne, so it's uh, on the outer ring of the uh, on the platform with you, uh, and a bridge rises before it. Have you come for no reason at all? And it's taking a, it, it's stepping towards you. Maybe. Maybe there isn't a reason. That seems to be the case for a lot of the things that happen to me nowadays. The figure stops before you, the figure that's not quite Grace. And it extends one finger with a uh, uh, a black nail to it. And it puts that finger against your chest, uh, pretty much level with your heart. It says, Have you come because you love the people that you're here with? I, I do.
it raises its other hand and puts it against your cheek. And the figure that's not quite grace nods and gives you a small smile. And then she turns around and she's back in her throne and sits down. With that, I think they pass. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. So. And all four voices says, We shall let you advance on the chain. You will not quite be elder vampires. You will be something different. You will have taken a step on the way but nor will you be lesser vampires so the shackles that bind you shall be broken to allow steps to be made you have a final statement before you are sent on your way. Thank you. I just bow. Thank you. Thank them instead. And with those words, the platform that's beneath your feet in this pool of blood just vanishes beneath you and you're plunged into the pool. And you find yourself swimming in this sea of red that engulfs you. And there is nothing the four of you can do except drink in uh, the blood that's all around you. It's not nothing you can do but completely gorge yourself and submerge yourself in the senses, and the hunger is all around. And for the very first time in all of your vampiric life so far, it's for like a moment, your bloodlust is sated. And it's in that moment that the four of you seems to find yourself in a blood-red, uh, almost translucent space, like like you uh, like you were submerged in, in water, only the water is blood, but still as translucent as it should be. Hmm. And you find yourself standing before a figure that. As much bad at this uh, as it is human, and it watches the four of you with an intrigued gaze, and says, uh, "Ever since I 
traded away fire for the blood that came from our pits and necks and groins. I didn't expect to meet people who would actually be able to sheet the system that's been put in place. Hello, children. Hello. Well, quite the unexpected meeting for certain. Yes? I cannot keep you here for long. I simply wanted to meet such uh, individuals such as yourselves. Hmm. You seem to be moving uh, rapidly upwards a ladder you do not quite understand. It's easier to observe things when you're on top of them instead of getting stamped on by them. <laughs> yes. Oh, I like this one. This was quite smartly said. I don't think they have an expression like that back in my days. Mm. Uh, still, the sentiment remains the same, I'm sure. In any case, I wanted to pass you on a word of advice. The fire that was traded away, and the thing I gave to become what I am, and the thing that bought the death, it's taken a notice of you, and I don't think it's very fond of what it sees. Hmm. Ooh. Curious indeed. Great. Our opening doors have been closed for a very long time, and I will be interested to see if you will be the ones to open them, or if you will be the ones trying to stop them being opened. What do some of these doors have? Hmm. The doors look, look away something that's been captured long ago. Uh -huh. Why do you think that vampires have only appeared in the last few years. It's the vampires comes from the woods. Yeah. I can't quite hear what you said there, Elias. So vampires aren't from this world. That makes sense somehow. Mm. What about the ghouls and such? So saying a door was opened, as I'm taking this is. Vampires came to. Mm. I am saying that the world you live in uh, has been a breath 
of what you might call magic for quite some time, but that doors are opening and they're opening in such a fashion that it's it's hard to explain. It's not exactly linear. Mm. But I thought it's best you aware of some of what you're doing. Hmm. And I want to present you with a choice. A choice? This is the third door. It has enabled you to be made into something more than what you are. To almost become as elder vampires yourself. If you were to open three more doors, there is another option for you. You could take the final step and become the greatest most powerful of vampires that has been seen in an era. Or, you will be presented the option to become human again. Oh. What? Well... How will we find this door? I cannot say. I have never moved beyond the third. No, I must admit, do I have time to speak with you much further? I said you have got the eyes of the fiery one, and I must be away before its gaze fall upon me. But no matter what you choose, children, know that you move forward with Kamasot's blessing. Yes, yes. And that's when this blood vision fades away and you find yourself in a black underground chamber. And you knew, notice that all around you there are roots twisting and turning uh, around the stone platform you find yourself on. And on one of the uh, roots looking down at the four of you uh, sits Vetcher. <laughs> oh, hello. And it says, Well, it's good to see you made it out. Yes. Yeah, we passed with flying colors. It appears we did. Well, at least. I never held any doubt you're my humans, after all. <laughs> Indeed, we are, Vetcher. Indeed, mm -hmm. we are.
Thank God that's over. Yeah, but well, we passed. We did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there we're going to have a very short break because I'm going to tell you the abilities you have earned for becoming not quite greater vampires, but vampires. Yes. Ooh. New powers. Start with a Y. Ooh. Yeah, vampires. Whoa. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, now we're now we're fancy. <laughs> yeah. So first and foremost, we will of course change that. Yes. If it no actually wants to. Well, it's saved here, but it's not saved in the actual server thingy. Mm -hmm. But if you click on your portraits now, it says vampires. And not lesser We're not vampires. lesser anymore. <laughs> nice. Oh. Yay. So I'll take you in order. For taking on the vitality of regret, uh, Edgar, you have now been granted the elder vampire ability of improved magical defense. Nice. Which means anytime you roll willpower or something else to resist magical effects such as domination or other uh or like the things madeline can cast and such uh such uh things you roll it easy thank goodness edgar needed this <laughs> <laughs> uh elias you mm -hmm. have your gaze attack is improved which mm -hmm. means you can command the, uh, people to do things that are actively harmful to them. <laughs> uh, in addition, your mind control, uh, you don't need to be looking at them, uh, looking them in the eye to keep control. And you keep control until the next sunrise. And you can of course opt to have control as well, so you can you can, you can uh, free them and control them pretty much at will. Love this. Uh, let's see. Strength of hate mm -hmm. grants Vitya the ability to create new vampires. Oh, lovely! <laughs> it's a good thing you got that one. Is that <laughs> Probably what do you be. mean by that? <laughs> Saying Elias would probably go around screaming like Nicolas Cage, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, and start biting people. <laughs> I mean, hmm. At least it's not in bad hands, probably. Probably. Eh, but you will be corrupted anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah because he can create more vampires. I can make an army. And... Last but not I... least, Madeline. You have blood binding, which is also a form of improved gaze attack. But uh, it means that if you have drunk, uh, if you have had someone's blood, uh, then for some time forward, I need to check up on exactly how long, but I think it's a week. Uh, you can do a gaze attack on them at will. 
<laughs> so it's, uh, it's again, as long as you have had their blood, you don't actually need to be looking at them either. Mm. Uh, but it also has a greater range than Elias thing, and it's uh, not necessarily broken by the next sunrise. Since you, as long as you have their blood in your system, you can just try again. Ooh. I will use my powers for good. Of course. Mm. And for love. Yes. So, Earthwind Fireheart. That's the power. Kind of lame power is hot, anyway. I, I, I debatably have one of the strongest powers, but. Uh, <laughs> that's debatable. Uh, you, you probably have the strongest one. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and in addition, uh, Lazarus can no longer Yuri rig you. Woo! Woo! We're free! I can you with glasses! <laughs> and my voice wants me to make a cup of tea, so I'll make a cup of tea and then we'll go. So you okay. came to tell me, madame, that I come back after 50 years since I last called you and 50 years after I last saw you. I find you here in the midst of all this, and you tell me I need to go back to the city and continue the story for the sake of the... You owe me big. You owe me a trip to the foothills of the headlands after this. Yes. So the four of you find yourself on the grounds, strangely not covered in blood. Uh... You're, you're looking more or less like yourselves. Uh, and Vetcher is sitting there above you and go, I think it went well. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I feel resilient all of a sudden. Man, life, man, you know, I, I feel like I can take on the world. I feel like a new person. Ah. <sighs> You said every time you had a drink back when you were a human. How do you know that? <laughs> well, I mean, he's a kid. I know many things. Because he's a kid. How long have you been stalking outside of my office? It's not difficult. <laughs> yeah, that fire escape back at Castle Window was not that was a pretty easy yeah. to climb. So, so, on to the next door. Where to, Catman? It's further along, just this path here. Mm. Right. Wonderful. Uh, and he jumps down and begins to lead you along. He seems a bit I don't know, almost like fretty. He seems to be fretty. Hmm. His, his tail is like going back and forth, which on a cat doesn't mean that he's happy. Hmm? You, you, you're acting a bit iffy. What's up? Uh... No, I am filled with confidence. 
Mm. And gusto. Assess the honesty. <laughs> and panache. Panache. Did he, panache. Did he genuinely just use that word? Okay. <laughs> somebody roll insight. And by somebody, I mean Vidya. Yeah, I'm on the set. Because that would be the good idea. You can roll it at easy. Uh, I, I don't even think that's not past it easy. <laughs> I don't think so. Let me check. Might as well doubt it. Yeah, no, no, it's not. I mean, it, yeah, it's up to you. I mean, like, we got the big thing, I think, of the session out of the way. Do, do you think? Do you think? Probably safe to use luck points. And... Yeah. You can use a luck point for sure. Uh, I'll, I'll use one. Let's try this out. I'm like, I'm curious. And I will probably say, yeah, we're good. Uh, he's definitely nervous about something. Uh, you're, uh, you're not quite sure, but it doesn't seem to be like uh, he's worried for his life, nervous. Uh, you'd almost say it like he's almost sort of sort of teenage boy nervous. Teenage boy nervousness. Are there lady cats in the vicinity? <laughs> Oh god, which Do you ask that? No, no, that was just that was just me being <laughs> They ventured very cut. Oh, it's just echo being coy. That was yeah, Ma Madeline doesn't like no. she's just kind of glad somebody else looks as nervy as she feels, but she's gonna leave it there. <laughs> it's like hey it's just going to be okay, don't worry. We're gonna make it out. So you'll be fine. Sorry, what a silly thing to say. I'm leading the way, after all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be worried. Neither do you. No, exactly. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. Excellent. What? <laughs> no, that's second. He sort of huffs and shakes <laughs> one paw a bit and continues to walk. And it's not long until you notice the uh, roots are sort of bending out into uh, uh, a, so, uh, a sort of arcway shape. And uh, beyond that, you notice a great do uh, dome chamber. And that just says, uh, so uh, the next door. We are gonna jump into the mouth of a dragon. What? Pardon? Right. 
that seems uh, not crazy at all. Yeah. Like, huh. So that seems like a bit. We just, we just jump on in. Ah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. no. This is where I draw the line. Doc. Oh, the doctor would rather stay here. This doctor would rather do. not get eaten by a dragon. Thank you very much. <laughs> Maybe the dragon will eat you anyway. <laughs> oh, so you're saying I don't have a choice? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm okay. saying you, you you can run away while we while we get eaten. But I mean, you'd be lost. Mm-hmm. Look, boils down I, to I, the same thing. It's a bit chill. Doc, I just gave a heartfelt monologue about how great it is that I finally have what can only be described as the concept of a family, and you're gonna go run it away now. Oh no. <sighs> the the doors will win things. He's nice. Yeah. The the yeah. the Oh, this is fucking crazy. Oh, okay, fine. Fine. Fuck it. <laughs> We're going. Good. You might have to convince him to let him to have him eat you. What? <laughs> you know, at this point, I'm just going to accept that everything I see around me is just the way it is, and... I'm just gonna, just like, yeah, okay, fuck it. This is what we're doing today. I'm jumping into the mouth of a goddamn dragon. There are dragons. Mm-hmm. This is my life now. This is insane. How does one convince a dragon to eat them? Yes, some nicely. <laughs> mm. Kim, come, let's go. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. It takes you along, and it doesn't take you long until you hear a sort of great scraping sound, almost like it's almost reminiscent of the sound a sawmill makes. Hmm. And you come a around a corner, and that's when you see a great curled-up figure that looks like if someone combined a snake and a dragon that's just gnawing away at one of these uh, one of these ginormous roots. Uh, it has uh, front legs. Uh, but uh, but beyond front legs, the uh, the rest of its body is just that of a serpent, and it's gnawing, gnawing, and gnawing, and gnawing away on the roots. Yummy wood. I can't oh. believe what I'm seeing. Oh, all right. It's it's certainly is a uh, dragony thing. <laughs> well, uh, no time like the present, I guess. 
Uh, hey, enjoying those roots, dragon? I guess it was. It sort of sh shakes itself uh, as you call, uh, call to it. Uh, uh, and after a few moments, tears itself from the root and one enormous yellow eye looks down at you. It's significantly bigger than any of you. Like, it easily fits all five of you in its mouth. And it goes, Who is it that threads down here? You're not souls of the damned, I can see that. Not yet. Well, we're very much alive would be a bit generous, I would say. Uh, we just happen to be passing through, and uh, we just go the... past. Hey. Oh, I shall stop you. Carry on walking. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what the you'd thing. like. Uh, we uh, we uh, need access to where we need to go, and uh, we've been informed by our humble guide that uh, you apparently need to swallow us whole. Can't believe I am saying this. Oh, no. you look disgusting. <laughs> yes, it's very disgusting. Uh, but I have been assured that uh, this is that this is the only that unfortunately this might be the only way. Gross, right? <laughs> but but you don't look tasty at all. Uh, indeed, I am uh, no, certainly you. not delectable. But consider me like a, a pill that you must swallow. Oh wait, that do you have those for dragon? Uh, never mind. What I eat you? Don't want to eat me? <laughs> All right, this is proving a lot harder than we thought it would be. This dragon doesn't want to eat us. Would you eat us then? Uh, All right. Uh oh, great dragon. What is the kind of food you like? Chewing on this tree, I enjoy the taste of tails and the, the other dimensions. They don't happen to sell that in a sauce format. <laughs> I'm afraid so. All right. Yes, yeah. Barbecue. <laughs> hmm. Why why do you have to go to a dragon? Hmm. I mean surely there's well no. I would like to say surely there's something we can give him, but hmm. he's pretty big. He is, yeah. Strike <laughs> a pose. How about this? <laughs> Vetcher whispers, 
Maybe try to convince him you're really tasty. I mean... Tetra. I mean, what? I do have some, uh, in, like, incredible interdimensional travels built up inside of me. I mean, that might be pretty tasty to you, all things considered. Might be worth the try, you never know. Where have you been? <laughs> I mean, I've been... I mean, we've been running up and down this tree for God knows how long. Came from some place with a crap ton of roads in it. Yes. That place, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From the uh, medieval kingdom area. Found that? the... Yeah. I mean, just look at all these travels and uh, dimensions and, uh, you know, experiences. What if you could possibly taste those experiences? From the one earth with the war? Eat this mm -hmm. tasty Russian. <laughs> what war? Yeah. Oh, oh uh, it comes from the place we're from. Bunch of, bunch of vampires, war with humans. It, it was a mess. Huh. Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. You can make an influence roll if you want. This is the <laughs> weirdest thing I think I've ever had to do in an RPG. Yeah, top ten, I think. But I've passed. Yeah, at least top ten. I mean, I, I, I've tasted a few of these uh, immortal war things, but I've been to the to the roads and mm, mm, mm. okay then I'll do it thank oh, you well. oh that it's was incredibly alright now just uh, open wide don't want to get impaled here uh, and with that it opens its maw that's it seems almost large enough to engulf the chamber and it just surges forward and dives over you. I mean, if Ooh. any of you want to roll to get away or something like that, not be the kind the time. Dang it, I have so many questions, but I don't think I'd left behind. <laughs> None of you dodge away. Ah! You die. No. No. But the well, again, you're sucked into this sort of between space, which seems all left and right, and some other direction than left and right that also exists, but also kind of doesn't. Uh, which just sucks you into a vortex of Nothing. And then, how would your characters look if they lived during the 20s? What? I would just like to say, barely a difference. 
barely a fucking difference. <laughs> Maybe Edgar has a slightly different trench coat and suit, uh, but let's be frank, nothing really changed. <laughs> uh, give me a second. Well, that's one character. I'm still waiting for three characters. I am so tempted to just say full flapper girl and leave it at that. I'm Flapper. sorry, I'm, I have to look stuff up. I have no clue what fashion was like back mm. then. For Russia. Yeah, I'll go with that. You know, the beaded dress, that whole getup. Twenty year to lies. <laughs> I believe he's always been old. And... Okay, yeah, so Vigia, he, uh, not too different. A slightly heavier coat, probably a hat. Overall, just the same suited style. Oh no. Maybe Elias is one of the, uh, the Sprep guys. Those assholes. Hmm. Was that decided, or...? Did you decide, Elias? Yeah, just kind of preppy guy. So the other light, then, how does a preppy guy look? Because um, I'm not sure what that means. Nurse, how do you explain that? Uh, hang on one second. Yeah, I'm googling it, it, it to see it. Oh, uh, like that. Like he's wearing a suit. He's wearing a. He would be wearing a vest probably. He's got a goddamn ascot instead of a tie, which uh, tells you a lot about mm -hmm. this kind of person. <laughs> That's excellent. I adore it. And uh, the five of you is suddenly standing in a very. 1920s looking train station. You're on the platform. Just curious, uh, what's the name of the station? Uh, it says between places. Yeah, oh. good to know. Are there any trains <clears throat> departing? Uh, you notice that there is uh, a clock, only it's a sphere, and uh, the uh, uh, arms of the clock seems to be spinning in a semi-randomized pattern, but it's, they seem to be moving closer and closer together. Hmm. So you think maybe soon? Well... Something's going to arrive soon enough. Uh, huh. Let me see. You know, you hardly look different. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I get for basing my wardrobe off of noir films, I guess. Madeline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I'm just going to quickly roll deceit to hold back my emotions. 
No, if anything, this tells me that Russian fashion hasn't exactly evolved really suicide. For once he passed, but just barely. <laughs> and what emotion is he hiding? It's like, oh my god, I am really flustered right now. <laughs> he thinks I'm pretty. <laughs> Thanks for explaining. Solid outfit, Madeline. Uh, yes. thanks, I think. It's a bit... I don't know. Tight? Mm. Mm. Gotta be a railway map somewhere around here. Fetcher, uh, yeah. do you know where we need to go? That scene uh, is sort of pulling at his uh, uh, coat a bit. and uh, It's just se uh, seeming anxious. He doesn't seem to have heard you. He's just sort of watching the train crack. Ahem. That's you. Huh? Uh, yeah. Where are we going? Stations? Trains? Uh, anywhere in particular we gotta go? I, she, she'll be here any minute. Yep. You seem nervous about this person. No, I'd never be nervous. It's a human emotion. Yeah, I'd like to roll insight on that. Hmm. Just better not being X. Pass. Yeah, he's nervous, but again, he doesn't seem to be fearful nervous, more like anxious. Okay, maybe nervous isn't the word, but you're certainly looking forward to something, anxious, perhaps. You know, like you think you're going to be late or something, or maybe you'll disappoint. You can roll an influence. At hard, because you keep expressing that you don't like cats. That's <laughs> entirely fair. Yeah, reduced by a third, but we'll see how I do. Uh, I'm going to luck that. I mean, it's it's pretty late in the session. I don't know if I haven't spent any yet. Give us a reroll. Nope, still fail. He, he, he seems to just pretend that he hasn't heard you. And uh, goes back to looking at the rails, sort of just like completely oblivious to the fact that you spoke to him. Yeah, that's cats. you know the way cats can be. They never listen when you call. When you when you say their names and they're just like, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. So we're waiting for a train. Yeah. Dressed Does anything like... about the environment stand out? No. <laughs> Wandering. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's like a schedule in quotation marks somewhere around here. A bench anywhere? Take a seat. That would be nice. Yeah, take a seat on a bench. Thank God. That was it there a moment ago? You're not sure. Hmm. It's you now. Mm. Hey, it's him now. Oh. Uh, all right. Hmm. And then you begin to hear a clicking sound. Might be our train. Maybe. Gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. The clicking sounds seem to be growing louder and louder. 
I'm gonna glance uh, down the tracks and see if I can spot the thing making the noise. This is a horse train. And you realize that the uh, train tracks aren't actually going forward. They are sort of they're going away for a little bit, and then they're just sort of falling off into the void and seems to spiral in on themselves and continue downward and then off in a random direction and into that, not left or right, but that sort of other direction that you didn't know existed before. Well, that's concerning. Uh, and then you see moving up the tracks, it's weird to call it a train. It's vaguely in the shape of a train, but instead of wheels, it has, you'd almost call it centipede legs that are just scuttering along the train tracks and moving upwards. The train itself, whereas it seems to be an almost sort of early 90s train in shape, it seems to be completely made out of pages. And it's rather than uh, expulsing smoke, it seems to be sucking it inwards. Well, it's not quite smoke. It seems to be something quite di quite different, but it's almost smoke. It's close enough so that you can so that you can sort of imagine that it, yeah, yeah yeah it's smoke close enough. Huh. Uh, and it moves forward and it's climbing upwards this steep uh, incline before it makes a final quick lunge. Uh, and comes to a stop before you. This is an odd-looking train. Well, I'll be damned. I'm going to be uh, saying that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, pages on one of the sides sort of curls themselves upwards in a sort of doorway-looking fashion. And a black-haired woman who looks like your sort of atypical soothsayer from that area steps out with her hands in her pockets and gives you all a smile and says, It's nice to finally see the four of you. Wait, you know us? Who may you be? Of course, I've, I've been watching you for quite a while. Uh, uh, ow? That sounds a bit, uh, off. Hello. Oh, it's, uh, it, it, it's a bit rude. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I, I'm, uh, the Huntswoman, and uh, Vetcher sort of uh, mutters beneath uh, his breath and goes, hey, hey, hey mother. <laughs> mother. Mom? <laughs> what? Sort of gives him a smile and uh, extends her arm and he sort of uh, scutters up, pointedly not looking at the four of you, uh, gives, her a, uh, gives her a hug. And she Aww. hugs him back and scratches him a bit behind mm -hmm. her leg, and they have a short whispered ex uh, exchange to each other. Which, if you'd like to try and hear that, you'll have to make 
some kind of role. Uh, Edgar's desire for the truth, but also respect that privacy. Mm. <laughs> I'm so torn. <laughs> yeah, I don't really got to use dropping stuff. Nah, nah, this ain't pertinent to the case. I'm going to respect this. Yeah, it's uh, it's a fairly short exchange, but Vetcher, uh, the nerve seems to drain away uh, from Vetcher uh, from at uh, the Huntswoman's word. Uh, and after a couple of seconds of hugging and ear scratching, he, he steps back and straightens his back and lo- looks like his normal, confident self. She's just given him a huge, just shitty thing. <laughs> he pointlessly doesn't see it. <laughs> so, but the uh, the woman gives you all a smile and goes, "Would you like to step on board?" Of course. Um. Yes. Suppose so. Thank, In thank this you. Mechanism you got here moving your chain, the legs. Yes, it took me quite a while to get it working like this, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with the results. It definitely is impressive. Thank you. It, uh, as a matter of fact, it's, it is surprisingly easy to make a train run on stories once you get your head around it. On stories? Uh, this world's so weird. Yeah. I, I'm just going to assume that doesn't work in our place. That is interesting. On stories. Hmm. Thank you, I thought so too. Huh. Uh, and oh, she is stepping on. Hmm. Onto the train we go. You're going okay. to the train, and again, it looks like a very fancy train from the 1920s, like uh, the almost velvety se- uh, v- velvet seats, uh, fa- uh, very fancy pews, uh, only it's all made made of pages in different colors, different hues, but the whole train seems to just be made out of pages with written, uh, writing all over it in uh, every kind of language. Stories. Hmm. Oh, would you look at that. <laughs> the train is also just breaming with cats. Well, this okay. day has only gotten weirder. Thank goodness I'm not allergic anymore. You're not short on company, at least. Yes. <laughs> well, hope they don't. I hope uh, she doesn't mind, but I think I might try actually reading one of these pages. Just see what I get. Come yeah. on, uh, that's the construction. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sure one of these is in English. Uh, yeah, you think it... Uh, oh, you think this is Shakespeare? Uh, it seems to be a Midsummer Night's Dream, only it's written in the form of a diary. Huh. Oh. Interesting take. Yes, that one was uh, intriguing, I have to say. 
How'd you get that one? Uh, I visited the land of the Fae in uh, one particular strand, and uh, they gifted me that book. Fae strands. This is the whole thing, it seems. It's an awfully weird place, and very little of it is sadly pertinent to your situations, I'm afraid. Hmm. If you would, you have something, would you like something to eat or drink? We have most things, so can at least get something similar. I mean, vampire eating, yeah. you know. Oh, that's right. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, and, and you wouldn't be thirsty then, either. No. So we had meal. No, no, thank you. No. Oh, I understand. I understand. Silly of me to ask, Julio, but I, I get uh, human-ish company very seldom, so... Mm. That's fair. Must be lonely. Anyway, come, come. Uh, uh, let us sit. And the train has begun to move with it uh, as she takes a seat by one of the tables. Well, <laughs> we'll begin with the most important thing. Yes. You probably should be heading back to some problem. Please. Uh, your I... son has been very helpful in all this. Yes. Major has been helpful. Yes. Yes, he's been very good from the very beginning. Mm. You know... I do have something to apologize for. Yes. What do you mean? Pardon? The whole Callum Play graffiti thing that's been going on. I'll admit it was partially my idea. And if that had not been present, then I don't think you would have ended up here, where you are. All right. Huh. So you had the idea, but you're not Callum. No, of course not. No. I, it's uh, In the large scheme of things, I'm not very interesting, but it pointed key figures in the right direction. See? Hmm. Your world is quite... It's quite interesting. It, li it lives very close to... It lives very close to... Um, well, you might call it magic. Uh, but it's not quite there. Hmm. And when I, I, I was watching it for quite some time. Uh, from before the vampire was, actually. Hmm. I was just thinking... How do we give it a nudge into something more spectacular? Huh. And the graffiti is of part of that. I mm. sense meddling. What are you trying to nudge it to? 
What's the end result? Right, here's the thing I have to apologize for because what I'm nudging it towards is is to be interesting, to be an interesting story. Have you heard the Chinese proverb, may you live in interesting times? I suppose. Yes, I have. Now. Yeah, it's a curse, and I'm afraid that holds true in this particular case. I'm mm -hmm. sorry it bungled things up for you quite a bit. Hmm. So, everything that's happened thus far, would that qualify as interesting by your metric, miss? <laughs> oh, very much. I think I, I think all of this is very interesting. Yeah. Good to know. I and I look very forward to, to see how it all pans out. Yeah. You but, in particular, Madeline, I... You've you've made a lot of similar choices that I think I would have made. Excuse me. If I were in your situation, then yes, I think a lot of your choices would have been mine. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I do think you're spending a lot of time feeling sorry for yourself, which is unfortunate. But um, I I'm sure you'll get out. Hmm. Hmm. So about being called out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, Madeline just kind of takes that. Mm -hmm. Wait, I see the, the egg. We need to get that to that lizard dude. Yeah, let's... <laughs> I'm sure Infernus will around to collect it, but I feel like Destakov, you you should have a hold of that one for a while. Okay. Hmm. And she gives you an over-exaggerated wink. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, is there something you're not telling us? Hmm. Sure, there's plenty of things you're not telling each other. That's where all the drama comes from. Good point, good point. Well, certainly earlier on. In case, just so there's no hard feelings, I, I do expect a lot of what has been going on would have happened even without my interference. I mean, for sure, Lazarus was studying a lot of this before I came along. I just gave a few nudges in the right direction. You wouldn't happen to know about the snakes, would you? I know more than I'm going to say. Don't of course. Want to spoil the story? It's, it's alright. I've mm. come to know better than to expect a straight fucking answer uh. from anybody about anything. <clears throat> Excuse me. I... You'll figure it out. I hope so. I really do. Praise for you.
in any case, where was I? Uh, yes, why you should be heading back to Centralia. See, the next door. I don't know. Are you even interested in opening the doors? I, most certainly, yes. I mean, mostly in the getting back home sense, but now I'm even more curious given what we just learned about, which, yes. given your knowledge of everything that's going on, I assume you know what's happening then. Mm -hmm. You'd have to be more specific. I'm not all-knowing in any way. It depends. It, you know, vampires... Oh yes, I'm perfectly aware of the general going on. Uh, I mean, look, uh, never mind. Yeah. Why it happened? Door something opened, it seems. Magic well, the door opening the, uh, largely... I mean, I mean, you're opening them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Of course. Well, the, the main reason I asked if, uh, if you wanted to keep opening the doors yourselves is because I think there is one tiny detail you didn't think about once you started all this. Yes. Wasn't it a bit area how you met Lazarus at the trial and he seemed like rather aware of what you guys have been doing son of a fucking and then Edgar just puts his head like just into his hands he wants us to do this he wants us to open up all the goddamn doors He's not in control of us now. This is the first decision we can make. Indeed. Earn more power. Make him pay. But if we open that last door. Mm. If we open that last door. Yes. What, what happens? Continuation of a very old conflict if you open the very last one. Guessing that wouldn't be good for anybody, I guess. It'd be very good for a lot of people who don't currently exist. Hmm. So Probably. future generations will benefit, but maybe not us. Oh, I, I, I took that as uh, people long dead would benefit because it's what they wanted. Hmm. Yeah, either interpretation could work. People who have never had a chance to exist at all. Oh. So uh, somebody, somebody would benefit. I'm just going to say that. But see, if you don't continue to open the doors, you still found the first door while Lazarus was still inside of the four of you. Maybe he'd be interested in opening them himself. Great. So either way, those doors are going to get opened. No, we don't do it. He will. So do it. So we do it. But on the other hand, we've and also seen that it's easy to get lost here. We had a guide. Thank you for that. You want to sabotage him? 
But I think you know that what the only choice is if we choose to sabotage the plan. We have to stay forever. No, I was going to say we have to become human. Oh, well. well. Remember was that the that... choice that you were given? Well, there was, that's one of the things we were informed about, that there was the seventh door or some way to become a human person again. Why would that stop him if we became human? I assumed they meant that they would also take us back. Maybe I made a mistake. Yeah, I think it was a bit of an either-or choice, wasn't it? Yes. Not really much of a fucking choice, is it? You could always choose to become stronger vampires. That's very interesting. Mm. Yes, yes. That's what we chose already, technically. So, 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 so we, we came all this fucking way. Saw things we could have gone the rest of our lives without seeing. For what, exactly? For a good story. <laughs> For a chance to make a spectacular choice. Because someone has to make it. Hmm. And it's either going to be you, or it's going to be Lazarus. Or I suppose neither, if you find a way to take him out. <laughs> An impossible decision. Yes. <laughs> Which, fortunately, you don't have to decide now. Well, that's a positive because, see, the next door is locked, and you'll need a key, and that's why you're going back to Central, because the key is there. Hmm. Uh, also, there's a... Uh, you, you'll see later. Uh, in any way, the key is a living flame, and I'm not able to tell you much more, because this is an art, right? I... I make a lot of this up as I go. <laughs> mm. I, I'm sure I know someone who'd complain about me being too spontaneous, but 100 <laughs> years ago. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so, go to Centralia, find what you need to find. Uh, resolve what you need to resolve because things aren't ever easy, are they? No, no, they're not. <laughs> you can say that again. No, no, they're not. <laughs> so, just so we're clear, uh, we get. To get back where we were, you're gonna swing by once we find this key or something, and we reboard this train, or I'll let you off the train, mm -hmm. and then you can come back to the location where I let you out, and I can pick you up again. Well, that's okay, good so... Now. system. So we haven't got to go back the long way. That's 
That's a mercy, at least. That would have just been lazy storytelling. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it'd be like those Tolkien books with all the unnecessary descriptions of walking. There and back again. Harsh opinions from Edgar today. At least he's literate. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so. <sighs> okay. Got A few more moments before we arrive. Got any leads about this flame thing? It's a living flame. How hard can it be to find? I oh. guess. I mean, you have a point, but it's more the... <sighs> Where do we even begin looking? I think. Made a few friends. You made good friends. Right, the round table. <laughs> Talk with our thoughts. Use the tools you've been given. Again, this is a riddle. I don't quite know the answer to. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Then I suppose. Then I suppose we arrive. We arrive. I guess we arrive. And you find yourself standing in a dirt basement with a wooden casket in the uh, middle of the room, open, wow. uh, child size. Not oh. this place again! <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! You... Start, I guess. <laughs> and yes, you find yourself in the very spot where you woke up as a vampire. Oh. So, well, least... am I right? Uh, okay. Not like that anymore. With a well, steep, uh, steep set of stairs lead, uh, leading out of the basement and into the uh, See, to the abandoned house. To the abandoned house. Can I check my uh, phone? I, if I have it, I believe it would. For like, how long has it been since we uh, left? You seem to have been gone a week. Oh, that was a week. Huh. I wonder if anyone missed us. I'd hope so. And again, our lives were kind of uh, packed up for a bit. Indeed. Wonder oh. what's wonder what's changed. Uh, uh, yeah, you got your phone out. Can you pull up the Vernon Herald just quickly check up on any news stories that may have gone down while we were out? Okay. Well, uh, there doesn't seem to be any reception out here. Uh, oh, great. You have to get out uh, again. Oh, I remember. We had to take a limousine back to the center of the city. <laughs> Elias, you still got that limousine? <laughs> I have to go to the reception, so... <laughs> Don't take a uh, limousine either. Oh, well, who's up well... for a nice long walk? Oh. <laughs> 
We've been doing a lot of that recently. I'm sure I could use them. We don't really get tired anymore. Yeah. Let's hope don't it's we? not day. <laughs> you can probably feel it if it's day, I think. All right, let's get out. And you make your way out of the basement. And for a moment, you're almost worried that uh, it is, it, it, it's surprisingly light. Maybe it's actually day, but no, you, you, you'd feel a torpor coming on then, surely. And uh, oh no, it, it, it's not daylight. It's, it, it's too much flickering. And then you get outside. And on, horizon, uh, on the horizon, you see Centralia far away. And you can see the flickering of flames against the sky. Glad that that's over. It's good to just be... Oh no. Oh no. This is exactly one of the futures I didn't want to happen. This is not good. No wonder that... I see what she's doing, and I understand exactly why. And the bosses are probably getting extreme delight out of this as well. So many plans falling apart. Look, I know she told me if I just grow a pair, it's fine, but uh, I am sassed on all corners. I still don't have Mac back. I sure hope the office is still intact. Oh, I sure hope the office is still intact. Come on, K2. We got a lot of walking to do.
I think. So. No, I might more you become I human again. No. <laughs> Do we? No, that seems like a horrible idea. It's just a big yeah. step backwards. <laughs> I'll be frank. There's no reason to. I, I, I could understand if maybe if Natasha was still with us, then she takes the human route. We go our separate. We'll continue Bye. the vampires. But yeah, uh, I'm like kind of debating if I would if Vichy would. Because like out of like, character, I'm like, nah, keep sweet vampire abilities. Would Vichy in character. It seems like a bit of a waste of the brand new powers we just got if we turn around and go, nah, fuck that, let's be humans again. Well, we got three I'm... more doors, so we gotta do that. So we have time to think on this, but I think it, I think for... Oh, yeah. I, I'm thinking about Edgar, and it's just... No, he'd keep it. Yep. M Madeline doesn't want to go backwards. She has nothing to go back to. What would be the point in being human? She doesn't have anything. Exactly. So come on, tramps like us. Maybe we were born to run. Or in your language, oh, come you. on, Eileen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep, okay, just for the benefit of this audio that isn't making it into the final cut, that's the single smoothest thing Nash has ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really funny because it's, re it's the same song. <laughs> Lyrically speaking. <sighs> If this doesn't get cut, babe, I'm gonna shoot ya. Okay? Don't oh. cut anything! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you missed my epic move of <laughs> quoting songs. <laughs> you know what? In unedited. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna put this clip, like, after Vitus' closing monologue, after a minute of silence. <laughs> what, what did I miss? Man. That, like you have that is acceptable. It. Like, you have to you earn missed... it. <laughs> Yeah, and this Nash being smooth as hell at my expense. Damn it. Say it again. Nah. Nah. Yeah. You'll have to hear it when the episode comes out. That's gonna you have to be like there, man. Months. Blink and you miss it, baby. I was... I was uh... Blink and you miss it, baby. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> Choo-choo, baby. Right. Choo-choo. Turn your arms and for vampires. <laughs> That's how it works, doesn't it? It like stacks. You can try. <laughs>